Welcome back to episode 29 of the Fantasy Football Surgery Podcast, coming to you on the 23rd of August. We've had the second round of FPL fixtures. We've seen Zlatan throw a real spanner in the works for FPL managers this week. So we're going to be discussing all the usual features and whether it's too early to wildcard or whether you should make your move now. First of all, joining us again, it's the man who has been delighted to be relieved of his catamole duties in the short term. It's Parker. Hi, guys. Welcome back. And the man that's made a cracking start to the campaign with his usual mixture of statistical analysis and cool decision-making with transfers, it's the Iceman. Hi, Pete. Hi, guys. Now, unfortunately, Woodsy and The Beard will not be joining us today due to various reasons, which I'll let them justify on their next appearance on the pod. But the podcast has definitely grown international we've seen over the uh, the first 29 episodes to the point of which we've actually drafted in a man who is coming to us all the way from australia welcoming to the pod mr reese edward thomas hello to you sir good day boys see what i did there <laughs> you did and it's a nice combination of welsh accent with australian uh, is it commute you're on at the moment yeah, so apologies for any background noise, and I will uh, try and keep it as quiet on my carriage as possible. <laughs> Just to clarify, Reese is actually on a train currently, so that's that's the level of commitment we're talking about here. He knows his stuff, though. He does. We're well, looking for- <laughs> he's at the same level yes. as Woodsy. We basically replaced Woodsy with another traffic. I'd code. like to think I've got quite good credentials, slightly better than Woodsy, but who will know? Woods, Woodsy's not going to like this slagging him off. You know, He's going to listen back, and he's going to have a word of all of you. He's, he's earned it from not being here. All I would say is if you don't name a West Ham striker, you're on to a winner, and that's a good start. <laughs> and uh, and just finally, anchoring us today with a team that's more Romberg and either Ronaldo, it's Bully here, anchoring the pod once again. So... Let's get straight into our mini league and our surgeon's performance this week. We now have 800 plus people in our mini league. Thank you so much. That's a huge increase from last season. But I'm just going to go around to the present surgeons and see how we got on. Iceman, can I come to you first? How did you do? Yeah, sure. I I had three players play well for me and they racked up most of my points. I did score 63 this week with Aguero, Gray and Shaw. Uh, the rest are like twos and a Hazard got me a four. But not not brilliant, pretty average. Always wanted to do better, though. Well done, James. <laughs> not, a bad, not a bad turnout for you then, Iceman. And uh, what about you, Parker? Uh, my name this week could be Mr. Average because I scored 57 points and the average points was 57. Pretty much fails everywhere apart from an Aguero captain. I think my next type's top score was Rooney and Barkley with a five. So, uh, yeah, kind of... Killed my Sunday, I'm not going to lie. I was looking forward to lying on the couch watching Andy Carroll bag a hat trick. <laughs> Little did I cropped. know that the, uh, an hour before kickoff was cropped. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of really killed my team because I've got him and Chambers and Catamol and Moreno. None of them are playing. So, uh, yeah, a bit of panic in the old Parker household at the moment. I mean, I what, thought um, it was a risk when you choose someone who always gets injured. Like, I mean, even like Aguero and Carroll. They're just injury-playing players, which you just got to be wary of. Yeah, absolutely. I know. But Carroll looked good pre-season. He scored two against Juventus. So I thought, right, until September, he's got three or four games. He'll probably last that long. Get a couple of goals. <laughs> Can I just uh, interject there? Sorry, chaps. Um, Lloyd, are you sure you did any research on those four players which you mentioned because funnily enough I have <laughs> all of those players and also send you a picture of them uh, so 
before well, you help ask me, me the been question, ask the good me the question. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I also have Aguero, Rooney, Carroll, and Chambers. So I'll just say the same answer to uh, to the question. What, what was your score this week, Reese? Um, I had fifty three, so it wasn't ideal. Same thing as Lloyd. Not good from Aguero. Barkley did well. Rooney did okay. Um, De Gea in goal did well. But apart from that, Carroll. Oh, wait, they're same, same as Lloyd. And train info. Sorry about that. <laughs> so not not too well, but uh, ticking along okay, I would put that in there. To be fair, I think at this point of the season, it's all about not falling too far behind because you yeah. never know quite know who's going to be playing and performing at this time. So if you can kind of just stick in there and, and not lose too much ground at this point, I think that's all you need to be doing. Yeah, well, what overall rank are you at the moment? Who, me? I'm six hundred and seven, uh, six hundred and seventeen thousand. Yes, so. so still catchable. Yeah, I think last year about this game week, I was about two point eight million. So <laughs> I had a bad start last get last season as well. So it is retrievable. Do you want, do you want, to, do you want to blow your trumpet again and let everyone know where you finished overall? Ah, uh, stop it! In the top <laughs> three. <I think. laughs> well, Parker, I remember you once saying to me during a tennis match we had in our youth, it's all about playing in percentages and. Uh, Certainly, I agree with that idea of not making too many mistakes early on and panic transferring. Just to give oh, you an overview. Panic wildcarding. Sorry. On. Panic well, well, I think we're going to come to that discussion in a second because that's where the Zlatan issue comes into this. But um, just in terms of my team this week, I actually did pretty acceptably. I got 63 points. Um, big performance for me was Aguero as captain. Gray, uh, I got eight points for Schmeichel and six for Bailey. Uh, midfield let me down but once again this is becoming a bit of a theme um my bench excelled i have let's have a look um 25 points sat on my bench Jeez. in the shape of heaton in goal with 10 mccauley again with seven redmond only got two but christian fuchs popped up with a with a clean sheet against arsenal so at the moment as it goes if, if fancy football was won on bench points i would be your your man <laughs> So you, what did you get, 27 on the bench last week as well? Uh, something like that. I mean, it's, yeah, I might just enter my, my bench as an extra team because it seems to be doing better than my first team. But, or choose uh, the right players. Well, that's why I listen to you, Iceman. That's <laughs> advice, but, you, you you know, maybe I'll run my bench past you next time and uh, that'll work for me. Yeah, do you do that. But, um, but Parker, can I come to you for a bit of an overview of our mini league and how things are going there? Yeah, absolutely, well... As, as Pete said earlier, fantastic uh, response from everyone, getting over 800 people in. There are a couple of people in our top 10 that were there last year. The oh, one yeah. I'm most pleased Dick. about is Joint 10th, and that's Dick Fry. Dick Fry. Um, oh, well done, Dick. So good to have you back. And actually, Joint 10th with him is Marlon Ratner. So, uh, yeah, both those two back in the top 10, so very consistent from you. In 8th is Imran A. Joint 8th with him is Marius Torserud. 7th uh, <laughs> is Juan Mendes. Sixth is ah, oh, you have a lot of laugh, aren't you? <laughs> Ilmatic Q Misaga. Seriously, guys, come on. Uh, fifth is Sagar Chowdhury. Fourth is Espen Anderson. Third is Dennis Karanja. Second is Edward Pickford. And first is Mohamed Ismaili. So, what well on to you guys? Uh, 160 points is the top score at the moment, and. Are you for real? Is his name so? Uh, oh, nice. Or are you for real? Even so, even better. So, 
good name to go with his good score. Yeah, quick shout out to Mohamed Al Qasi, who's uh, currently in twentieth in our league uh, with the A team. Scored eighty points this week, so he's going back up. It just shows that they are consistent; they're not just one year wonders. Oh, he's got Nalita. It's a very cheeky little boy that one. Yeah, thirteen points. So I'm just looking at one of the highest scorers in the league on ninety points here. We've got Tropicana Drinks FC. Um, of course, other drinks are available from retailers, but they've gone with a strong attack of Aguero. Negredo and Ibrahimovic as captain. They had Shaw, Morgan, and McCauley at the back, and Jakubovic in goal. So, very balanced team. Um, noticing early doors that actually we're seeing a big, the bigger scores coming from the strikers. And I personally have certainly noticed less in midfield. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree with that. If you plugged up your strikers with the big hitters like Aguero, like Ibra, you're going to be flying high because midfielders aren't scoring that much at the moment, are they? No, quick (laughs) shout-out to Sanchez because he's currently smoking cigar. Uh, in my team worth 11 million doing absolutely naffle he so just, um, he can't play yeah, front, thank you no. Sanchez he's got one I, game I fancy to rescue it otherwise he's out he better do otherwise he's out oh he's on a tightrope as Sanchez now yes can I, Final can I bring our Australian commuter into this Reese, what what are your thoughts on the midfield situation? Yes, you can do. I sort of disagree, boys. I mean, obviously the facts are there that at the moment the strikers are bagging goals. Um, And obviously the same as Lloydie having those three boys up top. Surely you've got more chance safety in numbers with Pack in the midfield. Um, Because at the moment I'm not doing too well in the leagues. But me and Lloyd had this discussion the other day about whether to get in Ibrahim um, as well as Aguero. Um, and then I couldn't afford perhaps keeping Rooney and, and Pogba. And I wanted two boys from Man U in there. So I think it's important not to panic, as I have done and played my wild card, <laughs> and sort of safety in numbers by going with midfield. I mean, I, I was desperate to get him in, but then I've talked myself down off the ledge and have said just give it a bit more time and I've gone with two man new players rather than just splashing out on getting Ibrahimovic so if any of that made sense to you then you've got probably two or three degrees but um, I'm at my next station as you can hear so <laughs> so you Reese, you decided against the Ibra yeah I did just because if, if I put him in then obviously it depletes the rest of my midfield and I can't stack maybe five of the boys that I want in there. And I just simply think that having five good midfielders as opposed to three top players and two dodgy ones, I think in the long run it served me quite well. So I always like to have a a solid midfield rather than perhaps splashing out on those two big boys. But at the moment, obviously, the stats would say that that's the wrong thing to do. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. He is the highest owned player at the moment on 52.8%. And then if he does play well, he scores well, you are going to drop him rank no matter what. And the pros outweigh the cons in having him. Because if he doesn't do well, you're just going to be in the same position as everyone else. But it is a good case of you can stack your midfield of who you want. But you look at the players who are currently top of the midfield, you've got Kapoe who's 4.6 million, who's got 19 points. And then there's Coutinho, who's only 8.2. And then Barkley, 7.7. So it's all like mid-range prices at the moment who are stacking up in the midfield. It's not necessarily 
really going to be the big hitters like Hazard, although he is up there. Like who else? Sanchez, Sanchez, um, Firmino. These these players who are big hitters in the midfield and not scoring well at the moment. Whereas Latan, who is a big hitter, is. Yeah, I think that's the biggest problem. Is is that it's fine to pack the midfield and you you've got more chance, but. The big issue is if Aguero and Zlatan keep scoring as they are, you're going to potentially fall behind. So I feel like in terms of the, the wildcard debate, there's going to be perhaps three ways that people go. You're either going to keep your call and not play it at all. You are going to be very much influenced by the form of Zlatan if you don't already have him. Or you're going to do what Reese is doing and just wildcard and panic early to get a couple of Man United players in. <laughs> Uh, we've we've already had Reese's position on this, Lloydy. What what are your thoughts on on the wildcard debate? Um, I managed to resist. I was very tempted when the Carroll injury occurred because then I had four players that were basically not doing anything. But I managed to resist. I'll give it one more game week just to analyse how it, where everyone's at uh, because now Lukaku's coming back. I think Urs will be back because Shelney was back. So. I'll see how everyone settles in. I'll probably play my wild card, make sure there's no injuries over the international period and finalise the transfers and then look to build my team going towards that first weekend in September. Who who are your four players which you're thinking of removing? Uh, Moreno, Chambers, potentially Sanchez, Carroll I've already removed. Depending how long the whole keeper's out for, I might have to remove him. Katamar will be coming out very soon. So those are the main ones. I'm going to also see, because now Ashley Williams is back, I've got Funes Mori, so I don't know if he's going to play Jags and Williams at centre-back or what, how he's going to fit into it. Yeah, also, I've got Target, who might go out if Bertrand gets back in. So I've got quite a few players, actually, that I need to replace. I'm going to pretty much scrap my whole team and start again. Can I just jump in there, chat? Because, what about you? Yeah. Well, I mean, yes, obviously... You've jumped on the bandwagon about me mentioning my Man U players, but my wildcard sort of panic was more about getting in players that perhaps are going to rise in value. Yes, I had the injury with Carroll and Chambers hasn't been playing along with one of my other Chelsea boys, but I made the transfers just because I know that there's a few boys that I want to get in my team that were quite cheap and bargains and are perhaps only going to rise further up. Um, Like I got one of the Swansea players in who's played 90 minutes in both his fixtures so far um obviously they've lost William so I think he's going to be a permanent fixture and he was only 4.1 mil can't even remember his name yeah he's so obscure Kingsley Kingsley, that was that was that was a chat and just got in my good old mate just going to drop that in there from West Ham little nod to Woodsy there and put in Collins as well he was a bit of a bargain as well and I had to subs out one of the Chelsea boys. So I've played the wildcard basically because I think there's quite good value to be had at the moment. Yes, players are going to come back from the Euros uh, for their little rest. But I think there was quite good value to be had. And that's why I did it really at the start. Reese, can I just say, is, is there any Welsh bias in this? Because you've picked a Swansea player and James Collins, who's a Welsh international. Um, no, we... the, the, I mean, there could, it could be seen... Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Shall I I mute and come back to the question? No, no, just carry on. Just carry carry on. on. Yeah, it could could be seen as that, but I assure you there isn't because Collins is usually dross and he won't mind me saying that. Um, And Swansea, I've always liked Williams because he always gets quite a big bonus points haulage. Uh, Obviously, it being my home team, I don't think they're going to do anything like they will do uh, or have done in the last seasons but that's why I've sort of stuck with it because as I said value was quite a key thing so you're thinking more price rises at this point uh, well I'm not playing for price 
rises, like I said, I, I hope to actually have an impact on, on my yeah. points. Please mind can. the gap. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was more, more a case of, like I said, I think um, Collins is actually going to play. You know, if he's not injured, and the same with the young lad from Swansea, they're good teams. I mean, they're top top half-ish teams um, that occasionally don't mind the clean sheets. Um, yeah. Collins already scored the goal, so I, I, I'm getting him in there because I've got three central defenders in terms of Williams, Everton. I got in uh, Walker, and then I got Stokes as well. So Stokes and William were both five mil. So again, quite good bargains, really. Like I said, that's what I'm looking for because I like to stack a midfield of good, good players at a good price. I mean, I got Barkley, uh, Sterling. Uh, Coutinho, so they're all around the eight mil sort of mark, and and then you can hopefully you know try and afford the better players up top as well. But no, Ibrahim, he's just out of my price range, just a bit out of the moment. So the money's more spread around uh, Reese's team. What about you, Ice Man? Where do you stand on the wild card situation? Well, I mean, it does depend on who you've got and what what it is you want with your team. If you if you only want one player, then I don't feel like the wild card will be worth it. But if you want four, or like Lloyd is, I he kind of feels I feel like he needs the wild card at the moment if he wants to get rid of those players. But I do think Ibra is essential at the moment. On Friday, as soon as he got those two goals, I whipped him in using my two free transfers. I had to sacrifice Townsend, who. I still quite liked having in my team, but yeah, to ship him out for Kapu, getting Ibrahimovic in, I felt was vital with him scoring every week. At the moment, I think he's a must-have. Uh, there's there a rumour that Kapu was injured. Can you confirm that's not the case? He Well, he did get injured during the game. He, I think it was just a knock. He just got kicked by Costa, but Costa kicks everyone, so yeah, he'll be all right. Nice. Okay, so fair balance of views there in terms of the, the wild card. So let's uh, link that into who we might be thinking about putting into a potential wildcard team with our panels pick um Lloydie, can i come to you first for this who are you thinking for your panels pick for this week um so my panels pick this week is raheem sterling eight million 3.8 percent ownership so it could be a differential as well but yeah guardiola seems to have given him the confidence to actually take on his man uh, and provide some assists so he's got two assists this season already he's played in every game uh, he played in star bucharest as well I guess I'll just wait until after the game on Wednesday just to make sure he doesn't get injured or anything in the home leg against Star Bucharest. But it, the fixtures look quite good. They're at home to West Ham and they looked really poor the other, on Sunday. Then they've got Man U, so that often could be could be goals potentially. And then they've got Bournemouth and Swansea. So some decent fixtures coming up. He's a cheap way to get into the city midfield and quite low ownership, so he's a good differential as well. Um, so yeah, mine's Raheem Sterling. I just want to comment on that one, Lloyd. Raheem Sterling's end product is just the one concern there I think isn't it uh, I, I do think that Pep's kind of introduced like, some new urgency into him where he actually wants to do well and, and he, he looks faster but it's just that last end product which I would be concerned about yeah he, he could be a good shout going forward he's managed to bag a couple of assists and to be fair City are scoring goals at the moment so he might not be super consistent but eventually he's going to assist or score and they seem to be creating a lot of chances so for me at the moment he's going to be involved at some point um, and, and he's kind of like a mid-range good option if you want to try and get two or three City players in your team. Would you say he's more favourable to someone like Nolito, who performed well at the weekend? <sighs> it's difficult. Like Nolito came on for 15 minutes and just kind of, of got lucky that 
Kalechi was very generous and didn't shoot himself and squared it. He should be a solid so starter, Nolito. He's quality. Yeah, he is. He, he is very good. But Sterling's playing pretty much the whole game ahead of him. So at the moment, I think Sterling. You go with Sterling. Okay. And um, what about you, the nice man? Who are you thinking? Uh, I was looking at, he's not scored high so far, but Dusan Tadic, he's still getting involved in a lot of the players. The amount of chances he's created is only second to Routledge, who's actually top at the moment. He's on eight chances created and uh, he's had eight attempts on goal. So he's a forward player and if you look at the average of positioning where he's playing, he's more or less up there with Redmond, who a lot of people are putting in because he's playing up front, but... Tadic is more or less playing in the same position if you look at his overall average on the pitch. And he's playing Sunderland next and they have conceded 24 goal attempts so far. They don't look overall strong. I can see them falling into re- relegation again. Southampton at home Saturday, 3 o'clock kickoff. Yeah, Tadic is going to gonna score this game. You, fan- you fancy he's due. Yeah, he is due, yeah. He is absolutely due. Well, I'm going to throw um, another midfielder in for my panel's pick. I'm actually looking at uh, Christian Eriksen against Liverpool. Mm. Um, I don't think Liverpool have looked too strong at the back uh, so far. That was evidenced by the game against Burnley and obviously letting in three against Arsenal. Um, So he's got Liverpool at home. He's then got Stoke and Sunderland after. So I fancy him to... Um, create and score he's average for Spurs in terms of strike rate is one in four so statistically I can say he is due Um, only played 68 minutes in the last game uh, but I don't believe that'll be a consistent theme of him coming off at the moment pass completion at the moment 82% so high as the league goes he's got a 10% ownership and he's still only 8.5 million so actually I think he's a bit of a bargain, especially um, I think when Harry starts scoring again and if we see Janssen start to click in that side. So I'm going to call uh, Ericsson for this week. Any thoughts? I like it. Yeah, I like it. My worry with Tottenham is that they don't really like the start of the season yet. They're a bit sluggish, not free scoring. But Ericsson is one of those guys that even when they're playing badly, he can pop up with a goal. So it's an interesting yeah. one, Pete. That it's... Yeah, it's a little tempter, I have to say. It's it, it's tempting. I don't think he's overly priced, and I do think he's a star player. This really could be his year uh, for Tottenham, but like you say, it, it all depends on them starting to click and finding the net. I don't think Kane playing where he is at the moment is going to be the answer for them. Okay, and uh, how about you, Reese? Who, who have you got for your panels pick? Um, yeah, so um, this is a nod to someone else who gave me a bit of advice. Um, although... He has been inconsistent, and he could be affected by perhaps uh, Juru coming back. Um, I've chosen Theo Walcott. Have we got seven another point... Arsenal fans on our hands here? <laughs> he is, no, listen, listen. There is, there is, there is reason to this. Uh, obviously, you you can't talk with your Sanchez pick. But he's 7.5, so he's an absolute bargain at that sort of price. He has obviously bagged 90 minutes, but it's more about the teams that he's playing. Um, and it's a good opportunity to slag off any Saints fans out there, as you corkheads all are. But they've got <laughs> Watford, they've got Watford, Southampton and uh, Hull, I think it is, coming up, or even Stoke. But there's a really good run of uh, Arsenal fixtures that are potentially, I think, they can start firing. And I think at that price, plus his 90-minute card, because none of the other boys for Arsenal are actually playing that full 90 that are or have scored. Um, so that is my pick. Obviously, I didn't have much time to tell you his chances, his stats, because I've had minimal prep for this 
uh, <laughs> podcast, but but that that's going to be my nod for for the peck. Sorry, boys. I mean, I, I support that anyway because he was going to be my my differential pick for the week. But I agree. I think not. Well, I'm going to sound like a biased Arsenal fan, but I don't believe we're going to keep blanking. I think we're going to come good in the next few weeks. So with those fixtures, I'd support that 100. percent Yeah, come on, the Gunners. Yeah, I think it's a good shout. To be fair, uh, it is very cheap, 7.5 million. Particularly when I've got Sanchez smoking cigars at 11. So <laughs> it's a good one to think about. He's got, very uh, true. Loves, what, Watford yeah. away, then Southampton home, and then Hull. Yeah, so not bad fixtures. Next three. So that moves on to our differentials. Iceman, who have you got? I've uh, I've actually gone for a surprise package of Rondon. I, I mentioned him last year at one point, and I got slagged off for it. But he does look pretty good this year, and he's de- West Brom are looking more attackive. He is always getting a fair amount of touches in the box, and he's getting a fair amount of shots off as well. I do believe against Middlesbrough, who considered eighteen attempts on goal against Sunderland. I know they won two one, but that's a fair amount of chances to concede. West Brom with Phillips in the team as well. They've got a little bit of creativity in there and McLean who scored tonight I can see Rondon grabbing a goal or two um, so clutching and straws but yeah <laughs> you disagree Parker I don't know I just never really back any West Brom attacking players I just think that there's never score enough for me to make it worth the risks most He's the sort of player I fancy would do quite well in a in a better team, but right, I think at West Brom might be tricky to see regular returns. But maybe maybe if he's in a streak of form, it might work. Well, they've, yeah. they've got the fixtures at the moment. West Brom, they've got Middlesbrough next, and then they go to Bournemouth, and then they're at home to West Ham. So they've not got bad fixtures. Fair point, mate. Yep. So Lloyd, you, you called the differential well last week. Who are you going with this week? Well, Pete, I'm going to go with Lukaku. He came back today in the Everton game. I think he played uh, 45 minutes, so I think he'll be ready to go for the weekend. 6.2% ownership, and actually, longer term, this looks like a really good option, I think, because they've got Stoke, Sunderland, Middlesbrough, Bournemouth, Crystal Palace. Now, if you could choose five fixtures, they'd pretty much be it, especially Stoke at the moment struggling, Sunderland struggling. Borough doing well, but they are conceding. Bournemouth as well, don't look great, and Palace have been poor for a long time now so for me Lukaku uh, if he's fit he's going to be playing 90 minutes and although he misses a lot he will be scoring a lot particularly the way Koeman's got him playing football and uh, yeah I think Lukaku could could score big over the next couple of weeks and you don't see him going before the end of the transfer window no I think he's going to stay for at least he said he's going to stay for at least another year certainly the bastard Swede going to Chelsea has changed all that <laughs> yeah okay. well I'm going to throw into the mix just to round things off Santi Cazorla at 7.5 million couple of assists in his first game back didn't do anything against Leicester but I do fancy him uh, moving forward to be quite integral to that Arsenal midfield as one of the more mature players. As I said, only 2.5% ownership. We've talked about Arsenal's games, so I think he'd be a reasonable differential this week. Yeah, nice yeah it's not a bad option, mate. He's a cheap option to get into the midfield, and he again, same as Locker Walcott. He just does sit quite deep, and he's. I don't think he's on penalties anymore either. That's my only concern. I, th- I think I he is. When he plays, I think he will take the penalties. We don't want Walcott taking them again, do we? Well, Sanchez, hello. Alexis, yeah, stopping <laughs> smoking cigars, get him tripping, doing something. <laughs> Will the real Sanchez please stand up? 
please stand up. Okay, so without not valuing Reese's opinion, as he's not in our league for differentials, we're going to skip him on this one. So Lloyd has input from Woodsy and the Beard on what their differentials would have been this week. Yes, so the Beard man has gone for James's uh, panel pick, and that is Dusan Tadic, uh, 4.5%, and his game is against Sunderland at St Mary's. So that's uh, the Beardman's pick. Now, Signor Woods, as always, likes to go with his running theme, and he is going with Calari, a.k.a. Calamari. So <laughs> Calamari for West Ham. He's, he's got the high percentage owner of 0%. Um, so really good differential there from Woodsy. I don't know if anyone saw the game against Bournemouth, but he doesn't look great. He missed a one-on-one. Yeah. One. yeah. And he also had a shot from about 18 yards out, which he just ballooned over the bar and pretty much kicked out of the Olympic Stadium, which is quite impressive feat. Uh, so yeah, Woodsy's gone for uh, Calamari. And uh, an Iceman, tell us about our scores from last week. So yeah, um, as the Beardman's not here, Pete, you went for silver. Here yep. he got you a whopping two points. Uh, uh, Beardman went for KDB, who got an assist and a yellow card, so he got four points. Stu went for Sterling, who's got four points, and Parker went for Costa, who got five, and I went for Lorente, who let me down and got two points. So uh, Lloyd is currently winning the league, so it will be totaled up at the end of each week, and we'll let you know who's winning. And then at the end of the year, what did we finalise on a prize? Did we go uh, £20 per person, or did we go a fancy football forfeit? I think the winner gets your A3, don't they? Um, I wouldn't want that, mate. Kind of junk. (laughs) Cheers, Lloyd. (laughs) I think the scrappy would say I have to pay him to take it off me, so uh, <laughs> I'll just take your £20 and move on. Okay, we'll do the £20 one then. My car's not getting involved. Staying with me. <laughs> or we could do a, a trip to Nando's or something. Well, the, the yes. loser pays for We all for love all. chicken. Lo- loser gets the, uh, the four-person platter paid for by the rest of the team. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll discuss it in a group and then we'll finalise yeah. something. That's a lot of chicken. Hell yeah. Right, well, let's move on from differentials then on to our captain's choices. We've been talking for a while on this. So, um, Reese, first of all, who are you picking for skipper this week? Um, I'm going to just stick strong and go with Aguero, uh, just because he's consistent, bags goals. That's if he's not injured. Um, that's my pick, short and sweet. And, I, and I'm going to agree with you on that one, actually. I think at the moment, Aguero is pretty much fixture-proof. Man City look awesome, so I'm going to be going for him as well. Iceman? I think I'm going to stick with Aguero. I'm quite high up our league, so I'm just going to play safe. If I was going for, for a punt, I would put it on Hazard against Burnley. Um, I would just pretty much copy exactly what James said. I'd probably go with Aguero, tempted by Hazard, but you can't afford not to go with Aguero when he's scoring two or three goals a game, so... Right, well, our, our co-guest uh, for this week, Reese, uh, is at his destination, so he will be leaving the pod now. I'm going to give him a chance to sign off. Reese, It has been a pleasure, boys. Uh, thank you very much, and I hope I didn't ruin your podcast and uh, drop down the ratings list. I, I think you've been a breath but of fresh air. thank you very air. much for the opportunity. Uh, I think you've been a fre- breath of fresh air, flaming our current champion. <laughs> thank you, boys. Have a good one, yeah. and I will speak to you soon. Cheers, and to you, sir. Bye. Okay, so just to beg the question, has anybody got Ibrahimovic? Yeah, I've got Ibrahimovic. I'll put him in this week, put him in on Friday. Uh, I am tempted by him against Hull, but I I just can't stay away from Aguero. 
So just, just to pose this to you, Woodsy is talking about playing his wild card to get Ibrahimovic in because he thinks he's fixture-proof and he has to play again. You can see him scoring a hat-trick against Hull. That, to me, would suggest he should be your captain. Where do you stand on that? Well, he always drops back and he doesn't actually take that many shots during the game. Uh, the shots he does take uh, seem to be going in. So they all go in. I'm not sure if it's going to last continuously each week. And Aguero's more proven in the Premier League. He's and he's getting so many shots on goal. City have new lease of life about them, and they they're looking good. And Aguero seems to be on the end of most things they're creating. So. Yeah, against West Ham, I can see him scoring more than Ibra against Hull, who are doing well at the moment. Okay, I think that's a fair argument. Well, there's our captain's choices for the week. Tweet us with your views, and that actually leads us nicely into our Twitter section. Iceman, you're leading on this this week. Yeah, we've had a lot of interaction on Twitter this week again, so thanks for that. First question by the FPL gaffer. He's saying, anyone getting a punishment this week thought that was great on the last pod. Unfortunately, Gaffer, no one was late this week. Even last week, the punishment wasn't adhered to. So uh, we're still yet to decide what we're going to do about that. But uh, we'll see you next week when we're all in discussion again. And then we've got Dick Fry, Rob Fry, who has asked us, Hey lads, anyone think Jerry Delafoe is worth holding on to? What do you reckon? Well, I would say based on um, Everton's run of fixtures and the way that Koeman's got them playing, I'd support what Lloydie was saying earlier and say, say yes, stick with him for now. If you're not going to wild card, cheaper option in midfield, creates chances. He's always the spark for Everton. I would stick. Uh, yes, I would stick with him, uh, at least for another game week. I think he's one of those players. That I think once he starts picking up some points, I think he could go on a decent run. I'm going to disagree. I, I kind of think his position is now at threat with Balassi. Um, Morelos is actually playing well so Lukaku coming back in I believe his minutes are numbered so to speak and I, he's just going to always come off at 60 minutes each game so I'm not sure if he's going to be a great option I, if you've got a, a, a transfer I'd say get rid You know, bring in someone like even someone like Bojan for Stoke who seems to be on penalties Yeah I like that as an option I, I was actually looking at Bojan as a differential but um, I, I just personally, I wouldn't get rid of him just yet. Maybe another week. Okay, fair enough. That leads us on to our, our next tweet from Bayou Hadi Constanto. I hope I've said that right. Uh, he's saying De La Fayou, Balassi or Townsend. Which one would you choose out of the three, Lloyd? Um, I think Balassi. You're um, not going to give him time to settle in at Everton? Just reckon bring him in? Yeah, I think get him in. As I said, the fixtures for Everton look really good. and I think get him in now. And he's one of those players, again, that can, can score big. He can be a bit inconsistent, but again, I think Koeman will improve that in him. And he did well with like Mane when he was at Southampton. He's a similar player to him, so I think uh, I'm going Balassi. OK, fair enough. What about you, Pete? I'd agree with what's just been said there again. I think um, if, if you have De La Faye, I'd stick with him. But if you were giving me a choice of offering, you know, putting those three in fresh, I would say Balassi as well. Again, six million for what he's done previously. I think that's a snip. And if he comes good, he could be one to have in for, for the season. Everton aren't going to play, not play a player that's worth 30 odd million. See, you say that, but I do think, again, with Everton's midfield, they're just, they've got an abundance there. I think the only sure starter there is Barkley. And I, I don't rate him as consistency, but 
Out of the three, I would actually choose Townsend. I know I've just transferred him out, but just to bring in Ibrahimovic. But, um, his, his stats are, are pretty, are pretty good. He's, he's getting a fair amount of shots on goal, you know, bearing in mind they've been outside of the box and probably not even hitting the target. But, um, with Benteke coming in, he's probably going to be an option for an assist uh, to pull off a few headers uh, into the box because he's got a decent cross on him. So out of the three, I would go Townsend, but I suppose we will see in in the coming games. Moving on, Sid here at Fancy Pest has asked thoughts on saving wildcard until second IB international break. I'm assuming he means there. Well, you're all for that, aren't you, Lloydy? Second international break. Well. If you can afford to hang on that long, then yes. But obviously the first international break is coming up this weekend. So uh, for me, as I've just told you, I'm pretty much in desperate need of playing it. So I'll be playing it sooner. But if your team's settled and is scoring well, then yeah, the longer you can hold on to it, the better. And Billy? Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think it depends on what your team's looking like in the uh, in the longer run. I mean, if you've got a lot of players, you've got two or three games coming up where they could potentially score, I would hold off at this point. I think two uh, two games is too early to tell. So I'd be pro trying to hold off for as long as you can, unless you've picked a team of donkeys and crocs, in which case, um, go sooner. Okay, yeah, I think I agree with that. So we've got Nathaniel Singh has asked, who's the safest options in the West Ham attack? Oh, God. Seeing as they have a great run of fixtures, a lot of injuries, Lanzini slash Faguli. I think Faguli might be back, though. Does anyone know any news on that? No. No, again, I'm not quite sure of his uh, return date. I think when he does come back, though, 5.5 is a snip for him. Yeah. Well, I think he said Pyatt is going to be back for this weekend. So for me... You've got to go Pyatt. Everyone else. What about Antonio? Actually, I think at the moment Antonio, yeah, I was going to say yeah. Antonio. I think for me and Antonio, I was just going to try and gets back, that, then maybe him. Having seen what he can do at the weekend, I think Antonio at the moment, we've, we've all seen he's not a right back. So for me, just whilst there's injuries, I would stick with him. And I think he's becoming a bit of a West Ham favourite as well. Yeah, I agree with that. So FF uh, F. Guna, who's a fellow Arsenal fan, is asking, Wait. is it worth keeping Faguli on my bench until he is fit? And would Benteke be a smart transfer for Andre Gray? Well, like I say with Benteke, he's going to get on the end of the Crystal Palace crosses into the box. Crystal Palace have a, have like the highest rate of crosses out of all the teams. And he's a shoo-in for, for putting some of them away. But... I just think you need to give him a couple of games to allow him to bed into the team and get used to it because he, he played tonight. I don't know who they played. Uh, Burton, I think it was. No, who was it? Hold on. They played Black- Blackpool tonight and he played 45 minutes and he blanked. So I don't know if he took him off because he wasn't match fit or it's just not ready. Wickham came on in the second half and scored. So I don't know if that's boosting Wickham's chances to play ahead of Balassi. But uh, what do you guys reckon? I think get him in. I think he's going to play him straight away. There's no way you'd risk playing Connor Wickham instead. I'm going to go get him in straight away. I'm going to say, I'm going to agree with the Iceman and say hold off. I think Benteke is a player that once he's got confidence and form, he's absolutely worth having and he will play in that Crystal Palace team. But I almost have visions of him breaking down in the first few games and getting injured. So I want some assurances that he's fit and that he's on form before I'm going to invest in him. Okay, yep. Um, Edward Pickford, who is second in our league at the moment, uh, has asked, best 5.5 mil defender to replace Van Dyke. That is a question at the moment, uh, these 5.5 defenders. Who do you guys reckon are the best picks? I'm, I'm plugging Shaw. I still think he's not even started yet, and he's still scoring points. He got an assist the last game. 
Yeah, I think he's good. Uh, Shaw's definitely an option, although he's 5.6, so technically not at that price range anymore. How high has he gone up? Terry is always a good option. It's the cheapest he's been ever. He's playing big games again. For me, the tempting one is always Leighton Baines. Can he rediscover that form, or is he kind of over the hill now? 5.5 Everton defence, good fixtures coming up. He is playing at left-back, so... I would be tempted on a little gamble on Leighton Gaines. That's a good shout. Billy, what do you reckon? A couple of people. I mean, um, more because he's in my team, but I, I still fancy Leicester with their um, shape back and their, I suppose, their back four with Hoof back together. I still like Christian Fuchs. I think he can provide, and I think, they, as I showed against Arsenal, they can keep clean sheets. Uh, and the other one is Bailey at Man United. I fancy him to be a, a shoe in for a starting position all season, so just for clean sheets. I'm not sure what he's going to be like on attacking returns, but I, fan- I do like those two. Okay, cool. Um, we'll finish up on the last question from uh, Kuda Godfrey. He loves a question each week, KG. He is asking, any of you brave enough not to own both Aguero and Ibra? If so, which other premium strikers have you gone for? Well, I've I've gone for both. I've had to shoo him in. Uh, I think he's essential at Ibra, and obviously Aguero is always essential. Uh, what about you, Billy? You know what? I, I might be uh, committing suicide here, but I haven't got Ibra in my team just yet. My money is more spread across. Um, I'm trying to learn a bit from last season where I invested at the start heavily in a couple of players and it came back to bite me as I just didn't have the depth in my squad, as you can evidence by my bench, which is uh, scoring very highly every week. So... I am being a bit ballsy at the moment going with Gray and and Aguero as my main strikers with a slightly stronger midfield. But when it comes to wildcard, if he's still on form, I will absolutely have both in. Who's your third striker then? It is Shane Long currently. Mm, he's not scoring well at the moment, is he? He is not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust in him for one more week as they've got a nice home game, Saints. So if he's still firing blank, so to speak, I shall be removing him. Yeah, what about you, Parker? Uh, I haven't got Ibrahimovic. If I had the money, I would get him. I was tempted to get Sanchez out, put a £9 million player there and take Rooney out for Ibra, but I just want to leave it another week, see how the land lies, and then if he's still doing well, I'll probably wildcard him and bring him in. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's, that's more or less the end of the Twitter section. Thanks for all your questions, guys. Please keep them coming. We will try to answer them each week. Sorry if we missed any this week. Well, um, in the absence of the Beard and Woodsy this week, we're actually going to skip uh, and bypass the quiz section. So unfortunately, if that's the bit you look forward to, not this week, but we'll be back strong next week. Um, and that's going to bring us to the end of the podcast. So Just, just quickly, I have to say, I'm very unhappy about that. I had a great chance of winning this week. <laughs> you know I mean... So the one week you, we could have won, you've had a you've one in taken it away from me. Three chance, that's very good. Well, one in two. One in two. Yeah. Man, do you want to respond to that? <laughs> there's only you two in it, so I could. There's no point in oh, doing it. Of course, oh, yeah. It, it was like a waste of a quiz. So what? I don't get any that, points I mean, because those don't, don't bother turning up. Okay. Well, you you can think of some punishment like you do, and uh, you can issue that. What, out like to me them. and Pete both get a point. That's a, that's a potential. Yeah, I'll do that. We can we can discuss it. I'll tell you that. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be pro that, I have to say, at this stage. <laughs> of course you would. Yeah, I think, at least I think we at least deserve half a point each or something. Okay, well, we're going to take uh, the next seven days to mull over a punishment and whether me and Lloyd get a well-earned uh, quiz point. But if you'd like to contact us in the meantime, log on to the website, www.fantasyfootballsurgery.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, uh, Fancy Football Surgery. Our main activity is all on Twitter, 
at ff underscore surgery keep sending us your questions really makes for a great pod and of course you can listen to us on itunes and soundcloud and uh an iceman if you could just give the give the listeners a couple more options for contact and joining the league uh yeah so we we're not getting any emails at the moment so if you want to send us an email send us a question even just just contact us just let us know you're listening and, and what do you reckon of the pod the email address is ffsurgerypodcast at yahoo.com uh, and if you want to join the league we've now got over i think it's 838 and we've got loads Incredible. more to join hopefully we're going to hit the thousand mark soon if you want to join that either go to our website fantasyfootballsurgery.com and then there's all sorts of easy links to click on there auto join or you can just sign up using the pin 17603-6718 yeah join up at the end of the season we'll we'll issue out some sort of t-shirt you can wear which you can throw at the back of the closet and an Audi A3, of course. <laughs> and my Audi A3 is not up for grabs. Okay, the Audi A3 is not up for grabs, except it is. I'm going to say goodbye to our, our surgeon, Parker. Thanks, guys. Good luck for the game week. And to the Iceman. Yeah, cheers, guys. I hope I uh, do better than you. Of course. <laughs> There's a competitive nature. I'm going to say it for the first time this season. For me, Bully, it's a big Johan. Goodbye. Oh god, I've had a bad day. Why? I had uh had one thousand seven hundred and thirty calories, too many calories today. One thousand seven hundred, that's not enough. How are you how are you breathing? Where where how are you not eating? Aren't you exercising like every day? Yeah, I did a good hour and ten minute leg session today. I've I've, I've I, not I, even even eaten enough today, and I'm on already two thousand six hundred. Guys, I look like I'm about to drop dead, and I've eaten over three thousand. Oh mate, I don't know how you're doing. I, I I I literally don't know how you're eating that little. You're going to be very much influenced by Zlatan's form if you haven't got him. Pete, and wildcard early to make sure he's in. Pete, yep. Sorry, mate. Um, just yep. go go back to the bit where you said influenced. <laughs> Okay, yeah, by his latter. Okay, yeah. Okay. So you're even going to be influenced by Zlatan. <laughs> oh, and you're going to be wildcarding. <laughs> Sorry, Pete, it's done it again. Um, just hold on two, two secs. Just allow, talk to me for a little bit. <laughs> Tell me how beautiful well, I am. I've had a lovely day, and yeah. uh, I went for a lovely walk along the Tees. Okay, you sound good uh, again. Right, go again. I got small ice cream. Okay. Okay, and uh, Reese, what about you? Who would be a good differential to go for this week? Um, this might take a few recordings, sorry, chaps. Um, I'm away from the traffic, so that's a good thing. But I know nothing in terms of stats on what percentage these players are because I won't commute. Um, my pick was going to be so someone needs to do the research, and then we'll cut back to me, and you can answer it. Reese, Reese, just. Plus, just... Just give us your give us your pick, and I'll go cut that bit out, and then I'll, okay, I'll, so, I'll let you know if it's wrong. Well, surely you should tell me some sort of stats about him. My pick's um, Vaughan because Larice is injured. Okay, so I, I can I give you some stats. Bang him in. 
let me just check. He's is he de- under the quota? Yeah, he's definitely yeah, under yeah, the quota. Yeah. He's not going to be selected by he's many. 0.5% ownership. 0.5. Well, um, do I win anything for having a really low ownership? <laughs> only if he scores big points, mate. If he scores well. Yeah, so do, do you want oh, Who some... have they got then? Who have they got? Uh, Spurs have got Liverpool. Ah, oh, fuck that. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh wow! Please keep you that can up. well. Do, do you want to do you want to put someone uh, else on who knows something? Because I'm I'm struggling on that stat. I, I'm ready to go. Who's your who's your differential pick? You have to record that again, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to mute yourself, Reese. Okay. Okay. So let, let me just ask this: a bit, a bit more You'll have to say. You'll have to, you'll uh, have to. Lloyd, I'm pretty sure that it was my pick who said Aguero, and then the rest followed suit. You'll have to say. Um, that in my again, limited time on Pete. this fancy league podcast, I'll keep quiet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, you'll have to say that again, and then Reese, okay. you can butt in with what you just said if you want. 